when I'm down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place Hello! Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty here with the great Rick Farmelo. Hello, Rick Farmelo. The namesake of Rick's Martini Bar. Yes. In person. And it's good to have you back. And Rick brought me a present. He brought me an autographed autographed Robbie Benson from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Tell everybody how you got that. I want to tell you something, a little secret about Robbie Benson. Well, yeah, we we did a show with him um, in Sacramento. A few months ago, and he's the nicest guy in the world, super nice guy. Um, but his real name's Robin. Oh, really? Robin, Robin yes. Benson. And he goes oh. by Robbie. Anyway, that's a little, but he's a great guy. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we hung out with him. We did a Beauty and the Beast panel. And uh, you tell everybody who you animated. I animated LeFou. I love LeFou. When he was straight, he's one of my favorite characters. When he was straight back in 1991. <laughs> um, and so we did a panel, and Paige O'Hara was there, and I was there, and Nick Ranieri was there, and I can't remember who else. I just forgot the guy who played Gaston. He was there. He, another gr- super great guy. Anyway, it was a great it was a great time, and Robbie's very, very cool. Cool. Well, thank you for that. And uh, today we are going to be talking about one of the, one of the great animators in uh, Hollywood, Hanna-Barbera, which yeah. we gr- I grew up on, all of their cartoons, and... Uh, Tell everybody, like, Rick, the well, genesis of Hanna-Barbera, because they did Tom and Jerry was well, what really they what did, made yeah, them, right? Yeah, they started as they were directors at, at MGM back in the sort of golden age uh, when, when Tex Avery was there. And, and they, were, they were like, you know, a team, a team, a directing team, and they directed a lot of classic Tom and Jerry cartoons. And then in the 50s, the shorts departments all started closing because the theaters weren't going to pay for cartoons anymore. So slowly, all the all the the big studios stopped making cartoons for theatrical distribution. And so Hanna Barbera thought we got we got to try to keep keep this alive still. So they said we're let's, we're going to for, form our own own company and do TV cartoons. But what they had to do was make it what they call limited animation, which is basically they talk a lot. They don't do a lot of move moving around the right. cartoons. They do a lot of talking, but the emphasis was on the scripts and the humor of the scripts. And so they got all these great writers. The guys, that, a lot of the guys that they worked with in MGM, came over to work for their work at their studio, which was over on um, Barham and Coanga. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was there for a long, long, didn't long time. Didn't they have the studio? Didn't they have the Charlie Chaplin studio? Or no, they never. No, did. that was um, uh, well, Jim Henson. Jim, was there well, before there. Jim Henson got it. Chap- yeah, Chaplin, that was the one on La Brea. Right. Chaplin had it. Herb Albert oh, okay. and Jerry Moss A&M took Records. it over, A&M Records. They bought it. Right. And then Jim Henson came in and bought it from them. So that stu- studio is awesome yeah. and has quite a history. But, no, Hanna-Barbera were over on Coenga. On Coenga. Uh, kind of, I don't know what you It's still the, sort of the Hollywood area, but it's right by the freeway. But, anyway, so they started doing these limited animated cartoons the first thing they did was uh, Rough and Ready. Oh, yeah. If you, if you remember that. I mean, sure. you've got to be really old to remember Rough and Ready. And then they started having c- cartoon characters like Huckleberry Hound and Yogi Bear. And then they decided to do, uh, you know, like a sitcom. 
Right. And that gave us the Flintstones. The, the Honeymooners. Which basically. is basically the Honeymooners. <laughs> I mean, it really is a, a, a borrow or inspired by the I mean, this. I mean, Fred was basically Ralph Cram. So and Barney that, what was in thought of that at that point? Because, I mean, the Flintstones ended up being the longest running, right? Longest running animated show right. before The Simpsons. Took it over, but, right? Um, what did Disney think? Is that what yeah. you said? I mean, here I, they, I don't think come I don't, I mean, I don't think he was nowhere near what I think Disney was. Knowing but, knowing Walt, not that I knew Walt Disney, but I think just knowing about him the, as, as much as I do, he probably thought it was fine. He said, "Well, that's cool. They're you know they're finding a way to keep it going." You know, he wasn't interested in doing TV cartoons at that time. Right? He would do animation for the Disney show. Right. You know, the weekly Disney show, um, and still do theatrical stuff. But he was not really interested in doing. A, a, a series. In fact, the the first time that that Disney did a cartoon series, I was at the studio. I think it was Winnie the Pooh. Uh, it was like in the mid eighties. Huh. They decided to get into TV. And of course, we were all like, "Oh, why do you want to do that?" You know, Disney's yeah, about quality. Kind of late to the game. Yeah, but they thought, you know, this is a good way to. This is a new management figure. This is a good way to capitalize on our characters. So they right. took out, they took the old characters and put them in new situations. Uh, you know, Chip and Dale and. Cool. The, the, the Donald Duck and Scrooge characters and put them in, you know. Cool. We'll have to take a commercial break. We're going to take a quick commercial. And then when we come back, we'll talk about some of our We're going to sell some cars. What are we going to do in our commercial? Okay. Let's, let's, let's when we return at Rick's Martin yeah. Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Are back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here with the great Rick Farmelow. Above average, extraordinary. Above average, maybe. And so, uh, you've, have you have you ever worked on? Well, Rick's worked a lot guess around what? Hollywood. I have, have never worked, I have never worked for Hanna Barbera. Never worked for Hanna Barbera. Everybody, th- there's people that, w- that started at Hanna Barbera asking me what year I was there. Wow! Because they think I, w- I th- they thought I did work there. I never worked at Hanna Barbera. I got my start at Filmation. And then I went to Disney from there. So I never worked at Hanna-Barbera. I have lots of friends that work there. Um, but I did work on Tom and Jerry for right. Filmation. There was an also there was also a Hanna-Barbera version of Tom and Jerry. Right. I didn't work on that, obviously. But, yeah, so uh, I did. I, I at least worked on a Hanna-Barbera So the, uh So Hanna-Barbera, and I don't know if there, there was – so they were super strong in the 60s and 70s. Right, right. I mean, right. Was, they were, they were it. They were, yeah, them and Filmation were the two big so if TV studios. If you yeah, had studios. to – I don't want to start out with the, the bad, but if you had to get to the point where they jumped the shark – well, <laughs> the CB Bears or the ba- yeah, Hair Bear Bunch the or hair whatever. The Hair Bear Bunch, yeah. right. Har- Har- Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, yeah. Um, Gilligan's Island. I mean, they were doing all kinds of weird, weird crap. Um, to me, it was, I think, the late late 60s or so. Yeah. I think around the time they were doing, like, Scooby-Doo, even though people love Scooby-Doo, and I have nothing against it. But I, I just, as a kid, I could sort of see it yeah, changing. Yeah, it changed. Yeah. Not quite. And, you know, it was different guys. It wasn't the same guys that were, that were doing it. I right. Mean, these guys were from the 40s, okay? Right. They worked in the 1940s. Now we're talking about the late 60s. So a lot of these guys were retiring. Did now, Anna and Barbera, how long did they, what, how long did they stay active? Then? Boy, that's a really good question. Well, you, you figure I mean, early, early 70s. 60s through um, 
Boy, not it not wasn't even that 70s? long ago. We, no, they did a lot of stuff in the seventies oh, and eighties and nineties. Yeah. 90s, yeah. Oh, really? okay. oh yeah, yeah. They they kept doing stuff, but then there was a more, lot more competition. Right. You know, a lot of other studios popped up. But, well, let's um, talk about the good ones because okay. uh, so uh, uh, some of the favorite Hanna Barbera, and I'll uh, I'll start off with one of that everybody loves, which is. Uh, and maybe you can t- explain to me why we like these so much. But Yogi Bear. Yeah, Yogi Bear. Yogi yep. Bear is yep. was like, and where did that come in there? Was that early? That on? was very early. early uh, I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the first two shows were Huckleberry Hound and Yogi Bear. Oh, really? And they're primetime shows. These good. these things were on like at 7.30 during the week. They yeah. were not kiddie. They were not kid shows. I mean, their kids watched them. But they were made for everybody. And I think right. that's why, you know... Adults right. still look back in those and like you know we're not talking about Casper the Friendly Ghost or Mighty Mouse. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. talking about you know things that adults kind of like no. you know. I can still. And I think the I writing the writing was was a Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I mean, no, those it, Tom and Jerry, those Tom and, Tom and Jerry's on, are awesome. I, I watch, I watch them. All and right. I just worked. And speaking of Tom, yeah, I worked on a bunch of Tom and Jerry direct to DVD things for Warner Brothers now owns Tom and Jerry, but I, yeah, so I, I've worked on those. But but the, yeah, the, the Yogi Bear and. Huckleberry Hound, and then all the offshoots like uh, um, Pixie and Dixie, oh, yeah. and, and then there was the point, cat. Right. Then they got in the, the the point where it was just like, let's let, we got to make a turtle. Let's get Touche Turtle, turtle. or right. let's make a lion. Squid, let's call him be the lion and Squidly Diddly. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, um, those are like the second gener- uh, the sort of the second and generation of Peter Potamus. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah. mid sixties. You know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they, you know, they obviously people liked Yogi Bear, but they wanted, wanted we got to get some new stuff, so like, they had to keep it fresh. So they were name an animal, new, we'll do it, and it was like pretty much, and it was like this: the squiggly diddly, secret squirrel, the secret squirrel, yeah, squiggly diddly was, was and Top Cat. Was Don't a, forget Top Cat. Top Cat was oh, awesome. Top Cat. That was based on Bilko. Sergeant Bilko. Sergeant Bilko, because Top Cat was like the Phil Silvers character, and he had a gang of cats, and they right. just did whatever the hell they did. I don't, I don't know if they ever gambled, but like yeah. on Bilko, but I mean, they did a lot of that kind of. They had a little short guy. What was his yeah. name? Benny or something? A little yeah, short cat, had a little, which was based uh, on the guy. Accent yeah, and, so I mean, it was all, and I think people liked that to see a parody of something they were already yeah, familiar yeah. with, you know. Yeah, yeah. And was Yogi Berra based on not? Anything really? Well, not really Yogi. I mean, they got the name from Yogi Berra. From Yogi Berra, okay. the catcher. But I don't think it was really based thing. on anything. I could be wrong. Huckleberry Hound was just like the southern dog. Yeah. And Dawes Butler was this brilliant voice artist. Dawes Butler and Don Messick did a lot of the voices for the characters back then. Um, and part of the, the greatness of those cartoons is his voice, yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. is the great voice acting. And the, really the writing, you know, it was just so sharp. And, and did they do Droopy Dog? No, Droopy was MGM. Droopy was MGM. Uh-huh, and that okay. was those are mostly directed by Tex Avery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I, can't, can't I worked on Droopy at Filmation. Oh, you did. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As part of the uh, Tom and Jerry show. One of the great. They were aw- they were awful. Yeah, I mean the 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 voice of the guy. I forget who did the voice. Probably it's probably Does Butler, but yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know because those are MGM cartoons, theatrical. So I'm not sure who did that voice. Wow. Okay. Hey, we have to take one more Another commercial. Break. And we're going to take a short commercial, and then we come back. We'll talk about more about Hanna-Barbera. And when we return at Rick's Martini Bar, cheers! Let's swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste 
We are back Ooh. at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here with the great Rick Farmelo, who is traveling around. Uh, do you do an animation shows? What, doing a lot of com- coming up that comic people can come and see you and say hello uh, to you. I'm trying to think. I've got a, a local LA comic thing coming up. I forget when it is exactly. I'm doing a mouse. It's some kind of a mouse, con- Mickey Mouse convention. It's not called Mickey Mouse. It's called Mouse something uh-huh. in, San, Mouse of Palooza. in San Francisco. Mouse of Palooza um, in San Francisco. I forget the dates. I'll, we'll do another podcast and I'll give you the dates. But I have those two coming up. I'm going to also do a thing called Summer. Is it called Scream Fest? Yeah. And that's a monster convention. I'm going to be doing that in, in at the end of and July. You're a big fan that's of monster movies. So I love. We we've probably done done Universal Horror yeah, we've talks before, but yeah, I love the monsters. So. I'm going to be doing one of those, and that's going to be really cool. Cause well, I haven't done one of those you before. Might, you might meet uh, who? Who did we see there? That Dwight Fry. No, Bell Lugosi's junior, junior grandson. His son. I've met his son. I've met him. Bell Lugosi Junior. He's really cool. Yeah, I met Sarah cool. Karloff. Yeah. Sarah Karloff is Boris's daughter. Is, is usually at those. So I'm looking forward to. Cool. So you there. can uh, check out Rick Farmloff. You see. Check those things out, and we'll yeah. let you keep you posted on what he's got coming up. Yeah. But let's talk about uh, Hanna-Barbera again. And there were some things, and, and one of the things that I think it was in the 70s when I was in my prime uh, cartoon-watching 60s, We were both 60s, in our, listen, we were just in our prime period. Yeah, true. That's true. all. All right. But they had the uh, Dick Dastardly, the, and, the, and they did like a thing where they had the Wacky Races. Yeah, Wacky they Races, where they put Penelope it, 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 everything but the kitchen sink in And there. then they did a flying one, right, that did a Dastardly and Muttley and yep. the flying and machines. And it was hard to keep track of these things, the Hair Bear Bunch and... It was hard to keep track of all of them because there were so many. They just were just flooding the market yeah. with them. We forgot to mention the Jetsons, which I also love. Oh yes, that's yeah. a great one. The only thing, the only problem with the Jetsons, somebody pointed this out to me. I mean, it's great. George Jetson's cool, but he doesn't have a friend. He's all by himself. I mean, right. he doesn't have he doesn't have anybody to interact with. He's got Mister Spacely, his boss, but. Right. The thing cool about the Flintstones, you got Fred and Barney always up to something, some right. shenanigans. Or, you know, I love Lucy. It was Lucy and Ethel. So it's good. It's better when you have a team of I, I love the co-conspirator. You know, the Flintstones and the uh, the uh, Jetsons. That they would always bring in like the Stony Curtis. As well, the, they'd get, they'd get <laughs> well, they'd get, yeah, Stony Curtis and Gina Lola Bridger Rock, and uh, um, and then it would be Gina Lola Jupiter and the Jetsons. Yeah, and yes, be, uh, yes. They um, would they would uh, ch- change and them. and Margaret Rock, and they and they would get. And Margaret to do the voice, Tony Curtis to do the voice, and they loved almost like how the Simpsons are now. Yeah, you, know, you get a celebrity voice to do to play himself. Well, the Hanna Barbera had done that yeah. back in the early '60s, and um, I love that era. That's my favorite era of Hanna Barbera. I mean, that's everyone's. Right. I think you, if you look back on the history of the studio, a lot of people grew up with Scooby Doo and the Smurfs. Right. I couldn't stand the Smurfs, yeah, but I was, I was a little too old for it. You know, you yeah, you yeah. kind of get beyond that age, and then you don't watch that I think, stuff. Anymore. I mean, that, that would be the part that I would say where it kind of jumped the shark was with the in the '70s when it got into the. the I don't know the speed buggy and the jabber jaw, and it was they're just like, coming up, and it's different guys who are yeah, running it. You have it to realize there's a change in the. I mean, Hanna Barbera were still there, yeah. and then William Hanna passed away, so Joe was running it by himself. And you know, he was obviously yeah, he still had his. He was still sharp, but I mean, you had different writers. You had right. new regimes come in and, and sort of. It was you know times were changing. They had yeah. to do you know do hippie cartoons. And, right, I, re- you I, know. I remember they came up with one that there was like. Uh, 
you know, in the seventies, they had the CB era, and they came up with a cartoon called the CB Bears, and it was yeah. bears on a CB radio. And yeah, it was like this just is... trying to capitalize on <laughs> on fads. Yeah, it's like when they started to do um, around the time I was doing TV cartoons back in the early eighties or late seventies, whenever that was. It would be like toys. They wanted to, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, what uh, what's her name, sell? strawberry shortcake and stuff like that. Right. They would do a cartoon show based on a toy yeah, so yeah. they could sell more toys. And to, to, to us, it's like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's just it's such an obvious marketing thing. So it, was, it just kind of seemed to lose its, yeah, yeah. lose its, uh, and that, lose its I mean, steam. if the animation is good, like Mickey and Donald, you'll, Create yeah. the characters, yeah. out of and then you sell the sell you sell toys based on the cartoons, right, not the other way right, around. Right, right. Johnny Quest was another great oh, one. Yes, and as a kid, and I'm telling you, Ray Bannon, coolest was, guy, in, and uh, that was if you watch those, those, those are not kid cartoons. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. like adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I loved that Hanna Barbera in those days was doing really intelligent stuff that was not for kids, but for everybody. You know, yeah, no, definitely. If you uh, if you want to see Hanna Barbera, if you want to if you want to experience Hanna Barbera and you haven't, I would say watch Huckleberry Hound to get or, or uh-huh. Top Cat. Top Cat would probably yeah. be the one to get an idea of what they yeah. were trying to do. Yeah. But if you want to see a cool thing, Johnny Quest, nothing yeah, like that. Way cool. I mean, there was there was probably nothing like that before, and not really afterwards on a, a no. cartoon like that. No, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't seen anything since. Yeah. That's like that. Yeah, it was speed and, racer. Maybe. And Johnny Quest had his friend Haji. Yeah, Haji. <laughs> it was an a Indian woods, guy, which is cool. Maybe the first Indian in the sixties. There was a lot of Indian characters on TV shows. What was the show? Oh my God! It was oh, I can't remember what it was now. But uh, Jay North, who was Dennis the Menace, had a show called Maya. He had oh, an really? elephant, and he had an Indian friend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, so, I didn't. I didn't know that. I, I always and, there, and the fact I think the guy was a real heartthrob. I think he was like a teen idol, the Indian, the Indian uh, kid. Wow. Yeah, I so, always I always tell people were, were, that we you know. we used to when 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 I was a kid, it was Indians were the American Indian or the Native Americans were the right. Indians that we saw in uh-huh. Billy Jack and the, yeah, the, the guy getting. Ironized Cody getting garbage thrown on him at the uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right for littering. The litter, the litter book littering, commercial. And then now it's all uh, Italy, uh, you know, it's all Indian, uh-huh. uh, you know, sidekicks and uh, yeah. Big Bang Theory and all those things. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but they yeah. had Indian sidekicks but they had, back then, too. Yeah, but they were like, yeah, and they were real, you know, they, had a, they were dressed in yeah. their traditional sort of. Clothing and and yeah, something you know, man from Uncle had you know Indian characters yeah, yeah, once yeah, in a while, yeah. but there's just something it was about mysterious. That. Yeah, I think it was you know Mission Impossible and all that stuff. Cool. So on our list there, if you had to pick your favorite I of Quick all Draw time, McGraw too. Quick Draw McGraw was you, great. Quick Draw McGraw was good. Well, as far as God, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I think if if I had to pick a favorite show, it would probably be The Flintstones. Yeah. Favorite show. I think favorite character is probably going to be because it was the first thing I can remember was Huckleberry Hound. Really? And I used to have a Huckleberry Hound. Jerry the I used mouse. to have Huckleberry Hound toys and stuff. Well, I love it. I mean, the Tom and Jerry MGM yeah, cartoons yeah. are the best things ever. Right. But if you're talking about the TV stuff, oh, okay. um, I'd probably say Huckleberry Hound because that's the first. I used to have Huckleberry Hound toys and puppets and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I used to have Beanie and Cecil stuff too because it was it came out exactly when I was about five or so. Right. So. 
I still love Bob Clamp and Speedy and Cecil too for that reason because my first memories of cartoon t- shows were those. So yeah, I used to have a Beanie and Cecil photograph of uh, Bob Clampett in your uh, in your house, didn't you? Well, yeah, because I used to know Bob, yeah. so I had a bunch of bunch of stuff of Beanie and Cecil. Cool. Stuff. Yeah. Well, it's great having you back at the Martini Me Bar. Too. Rick. Me too. We are un- I'm very at the end of back. our show, so please go to our site, click on the Amazon banner, buy some things. And, and we uh, get our cut. We get our cut. So, Rick Tarnwell, mo- thank you for joining us you and are talking about animation. I can, I can talk about animation, sports, or music for hours. So You're on. we got we got a lot. we got to talk about these uh, this uh, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. I'm very upset about What it. happened? Why? What, what are you <laughs> upset about? The, no, are no, you no. mad that Chicago finally got in? <laughs> you can't be mad about that. Uh, Journey got in. <laughs> oh come on! Like yeah, you know what? It's the standards have lowered. I mean, but you can't ignore it. They had so many hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they no, do have good. guitars, so it is rock and roll. It's not like Billy Joel where he doesn't have guitars in his songs. Yeah, it is a rock band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, uh, but yeah, cool. Nothing surprises so me anyway. We'll talk about that another time, and we can talk <laughs> okay. sports always, of course, when baseball season is starting to wind down. So. For Jerry McCarty and the great Rick Farmelo, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week here at Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers! Swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down